much fun. We thought, what the hell? We'll do it again. We're in Viroqua. This time we are live. We are down at the Norwegian Hollow. You can find us. Uh, I have no idea where. We're at the bottom of the hill. First time I came out here, I swore to God banjos were playing and people were chasing me from behind. So I felt like Ned Beatty on a bad Friday night. But nevertheless, that's where we're at. So come on by and say hi if you're out here in the Viroqua area. Uh, in the meantime, the Green Bay Packers are in London, and they're, uh, they're working out today. I don't even know exactly the time it is that they're going to sleep, but they're going to sleep for a short period of time, and then they are now. I take it back. They were going to land, go to the hotel, drop their stuff off, uh, and then head right to the practice facility, and they were going to practice today until basically they're damn near dropped, then to bed. Uh, so it is eight hours ahead. So what are we thinking? What, 4 o'clock over there right now, Ben? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, four... Not a good math guy, but I can look it up. Uh, all you got to do is look at the clock. You got a clock in front of you, don't you? Yeah, so eight hours, something like that. That would be 4 o'clock. So, um, or no, 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. be 6 o'clock over there. Bill, it's 4.03 currently. 4.03. Six hours. Six hours. Uh, it's six hours time. Why did it? Why does it take eight hours to fly there? Because I don't. Oh, I. This is a, a big galaxy brain question. I don't know. <laughs> That's a terrific question. I do know you can't fly straight. You fly with the curvature of the Earth, so you do more okay. of a of a round path to get there. If you're looking at a flat map, because okay. the Earth is round. Uh, well, we'll smoke them if you got them. Then okay, all right. Oh, okay, I'm I'm following you, man. I'm I'm right there with you. So I get it. Regardless of the Green Bay Packers, uh, they're uh, they are in London and they're going to work out. And uh, coming up here a little bit later on this afternoon, our time uh, that evening, their time, they hit the hay, and then after that, uh, they wake up tomorrow to what would be over there a semi-normal day, and then get themselves reacclimated and get ready for Sunday's game. So there you go. That's uh, the Packers and the Giants coming up this weekend. How was your night last night, Ben? How was uh, Kenny and Howprint? Oh, it was good. Zach was still out. We were live with former Wisconsin tight end Jacob Pedersen. A lot of good chatter. Uh, he was in the Wisconsin program when Bielema left, so a lot of good context with what the team could be facing. Podcast is up now. We did trivia last night, as I always do on Thursdays. Just okay. got smacked in the face. I know nothing. My, my knowledge isn't functional. Like, when they ask questions, everyone right. knows. Like, I couldn't find what Oedipus was. The answer was Oedipus. I just couldn't place it. So, uh, but I don't know. I'm fired up today, Bill. Uh, the Phillies play later, and I'm on edge. Okay. Yeah, I was uh, going to say today the baseball postseason gets underway as the Brewers sit at home licking their wounds from the 2022 season. Uh, we're going to talk some uh, point spreads today. That's going to be coming up a little bit later on. Our buddy from Matt Mitchell from the Action Network going to be joining us. Cassidy Hill is going to be here talk more Packers. So is Mike Clemens today. We've got a lot uh, of sound, if you will, from uh, from the coaches and such and some of the players uh, ahead of this game, this contest coming up. Um, I, now, I, I got to go back. I was listening to uh, you guys talk before, Ebo and, and Rowdy, you guys, and you had a caller, and I cannot – fathom for the life of me that I, I caught the tail end of this but if am I correct in assuming that the caller was stating that Jim Leonard because of his adversity it would be the best head coach and then he said they should take a look at Quintez Cephas because Cephas's dad was shot in the head and he had to overcome that adversity am I am I did I hear that correctly that wasn't the the general point was 
the team has talked about how much adversity they're facing, uh, the players, that is, with Paul Christ getting fired. And his point was, if there's anybody to guide them through that and get them to realize what adversity is, I guess, is Jim Leonard, who's gone through a lot in his career, overcome a lot to have a lot of success. And then he was saying in terms of people that could speak to the team and talk about adversity, Cephas oh, would be one. So just okay. the general, how do you move past the Christ era uh, and into gotcha. Leonard, and how do they really go play football on Saturday after what's gone on? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, I was not following that, and I thought that's, you know, that, okay, now I completely understand it and, and appreciate that. So I, I had to get that clear because I didn't think I was hearing it right, and I wanted to make sure that I was, I was, uh, I was before I kind of, you know, dropped any conversation regarding that, I was kind of like, okay, wait a minute, i got to make sure I get this correct. Um, it, when it comes to adversity, the... It's not necessarily about, at this point in time, overcoming adversity. Because if you focus on the adversity, it can drag you down. What you have to do is get better. You have to coach better. You have to figure out ways to get from point A to point B better. You, you manage your time better. You focus on your task at hand better. You, that, all of that stuff. Because if you're sitting around in a locker room right now going, oh, man, Paul Christ, I, I, I can't believe this, I, you know, that, then you're, you're already beat. You're already beat. You know, it's it's nothing is going to help you at this point. So what you need to do as a head coach is you say, look, what's done is done. We will have time to reflect on that after the season or on a day that's an off day or when you're away from the facility with your friends. But right now, our task at hand is to get ready for, for Northwestern, to get better. You know, part of the reason we are in this particular situation is because we haven't performed up to our par what we think we should be and to me that's that's where it starts i mean you know jim leonard i you know i granted i give him a lot of credit for everything he's overcome absolutely but in the grandest of schemes I, you know no you 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 got to move you got to get better you got to you got to figure out ways to be more efficient you know and and all the things that have been preached to you you got to get better at so i i while i understand where the ha- the head is the thought is the uh, the coaching aspect of this has to come into play more so than anything, in my opinion. I mean, you can rah rah rally the troops and get guys you know fired up to run out of the tunnel, but once the game starts, it comes down to X's and O's, execution, and and more so anything than anything, it comes down to Tuesday through Thursday and Friday walkthrough than it does on game day. Everything you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is indicative of what you're going to be on Saturday. That 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 in football, that's the way it always has been, and that's the way it always will be. How prepared you are for the task at hand, and how capable you are to overcome the task at hand. That's it. So I get the adversity thing, but I had to get the uh, the clarification on all that because I was thinking, wait a minute, that's a little bit off the beaten path. So anyway, um, Corey says, uh, Bill, my biggest thought on the Packers game is to stay injury-free. Uh, there has been serious injuries on this trip in the past. Uh, give me your thoughts. Uh, I tell you what, I completely agree with you. We were talking about this earlier this morning. When you start to look at this team and you think, okay, where are the good news is that Adrian Amos was back. You saw uh, Jair Alexander, who was back. You saw guys back at practice. That's terrific because then you put your secondary back together. You're waiting to find out about those guys, so to speak. Um, but you've got a guy like um, 
Tyrod Taylor, who uh, the Giants, they have ruled him out. Wide receiver Wandell Robinson. Uh, wide receiver Kadarius Toney. Wide receiver Kenny Galladay. Linebacker Aziz Ojolari. Uh, uh, Cord- uh, Cordell, uh, Cordell Flott. Uh, the defensive lineman Mondo. They're all out. The Giants will not need to declare any additional inactives on Sunday morning because these guys are all out. That So you, whatever's there is there. So you know Daniel Jones is going to be your quarterback, and he's going to get to, because he looks at least right now like he's ready to go. So he's going to be the guy to go, and if he can't do it or he's hampered, then uh, you're, you're, you know, you're... <laughs> you're probably going to have things much, much easier than ever anticipated. In the meantime, on the Packers' side of things, as we were talking about a little bit earlier, uh, well, uh, earlier today out here, and I shouldn't say earlier on the air because I'm misleading you for those that listen to the program, but uh, the fact that the Packers' injury report, uh, good news, uh, Jair Alexander back at full participation. He's good to go. Uh, You've got uh, Adrian Amos. He's listed as questionable. Didn't practice on Wednesday, back yesterday and and today. Um, David Bakhtiari, as we kind of figured, when you fly, if you have an injury, you, you kind of take a little time away. You'd like to stay in the ice tub. So that's probably what he's doing. Didn't practice. Uh, but everything else, you got uh, Tariq Carpenter. He's questionable. Uh, Devontae Wyatt, uh, because of that quad, uh, he's listed as questionable. Did not practice the last couple of days, but was limited on Wednesday. But everything else is good. Everything else is good. So uh, that was that was good. And Adrian Amos, like I had mentioned. So if you get your secondary depth back, going back to your injury question, if you can keep everybody together and you don't lose anybody in this contest, man, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Anthony asking a question about uh, Aaron Rodgers, saying, does he have to have a big game in this contest with all the people that are out for the Giants? Turn, turning over the ball is probably going to be epic this week for the defense. You can't get too high on that. You're playing an offense that doesn't have many weapons. Um, no. Uh, I, I. You just got to go play your game. You can't worry about what may or may not happen, happen with somebody else. Um, you just got to go play your game. And hopefully you execute properly. Look, you can play an opponent that's down, and I think fans' expectations go up saying not only should you win, but you should win in dominating fashion. But, no, just go go do your thing. If you don't execute and play the game the way you're supposed to, then regardless of a, a beat-up opponent or not, you know, you're not going to look as good, as crisp, as solid. I mean, that's all. I think all we're looking for at this point is advancement from what we've seen so far this season. Complicated fella says adversity talk is a load of crap. Maybe the team should get a uh, petting zoo uh, right off of the weight room to help the players cope. So tired of people not taking personal responsibility and then performance. What? 100% agree. That's what I was saying. It's not about you, you got to deal with it. It's the elephant in the room. But you don't dwell on it. It's about coaching and execution. Period. Period. Uh, Rick says, I'm not sure I'd have uh, 69 Bakhtiari play much if it's on that field turf. Yeah, I don't know uh, what that plan is. He didn't play the full game last week um, against New England. He did come out of a series or two, so he didn't play every snap. 
and they're trying to build him back up to that. But, you know, the, the, don't forget, Rick, they practice on the field turf, on the exact same field turf. That's what they practice on and have full go practices on. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it's I could see the concern, but they practice on it. Many of the fields that they're going to play on have it. Now, next week they're back at Lambeau, and they're back on the regular grass. I haven't even looked at that long-term schedule to see because they play on field turf in Buffalo. New York coming here is grass. Um, Chicago is grass. I'd have to go back and look at the full schedule to see how many times they're going to play. But the bottom line is many of the fields throughout the NFL now are field turf. It's, It's not like you can really avoid it. You know what I mean? So I I don't, I don't know if you can necessarily just get away from that and say well he's not gonna he's not gonna practice on the, or play on those particular days or play nearly as much you either do or you don't when you do you go full speed but I get the concern I get the pause for concern uh, so anyway we are broadcasting live we're at the Norwegian Hollow here in Viroqua our final day here we leave uh, early tomorrow morning but we're gonna have a good time tonight we're gonna be heading down to uh, uh, Gasser's after the show today. And then Kickapoo Creekside, we're going to be there tonight. And then after that, I, I don't really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know after that. Uh, there's a whole bevy of things for us to do. We were down at the, uh, the Nelson Agri Center. Shout out to those folks as uh, they have now uh, become uh, the Nelson Agri Center Ace Hardware. So uh, good for them. They've changed some things. So uh, not a bad way to go. And just uh, have seen a lot of great people here in the town of Viroqua. And uh, one thing happened. Yesterday, we'll talk about coming up in the uh, the next hour of the program, but uh, it was it was really cool. It was very, very much an honor. So uh, we had that going on yesterday as well. So uh, anyway, broadcasting live down here at the Norwegian Hollow. Stay tuned. We got more Bill Michael Show. After- Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show we are broadcasting live with the norwegian hollow we are here in viroqua good to be here too good time good stuff gonna be uh, out and about this afternoon gonna be at gassers from four to six uh, or three to five three to five today gonna be down at kickapoo creekside uh, after that and then after that i have no idea wherever we end up we end up so uh after that the compass comes off we just wherever the wind blows i guess is where we're going to end up going so uh, but it's good to good to be back in Viroqua and hanging out and, and just kind of enjoying ourselves. So we certainly appreciate it. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. 877-867-1670. Darnell, so we were talking about London and the team itself um, discussing the trip, probably more so than the upcoming opponent, that being the New York Giants. Uh, Darnell Savage said, hey, look, uh, yep, when in the, him personally, he's he's excited for London. I'm excited. Uh, I, I've never been to London. I haven't even, like, I mean, I've seen, like, pictures and stuff like that, but um, it kind of sucks that we're going there to play because we're more so going to be focused on that, but um, it'll be a fun experience nonetheless, so I'm excited for it. So, uh, as he said, kind of sucks that we got to go and play a game. They wish that they were actually over there not just playing a game but more sightseeing than anything so uh, this again goes back to what matt lafleur said you know you have a job to do 
This is not a sightseeing trip. This is a business trip. I'm glad. I mean, look, Darnell Savage Jr. recognizes that, which is awesome. So, you know, that, that's pretty much half the battle is getting guys to buy in that this is a working trip, remember. Uh, then he uh, it was asked about leaving early for the game and, and what this means to, you know, get out of Green Bay early on, get to, get to London and start getting acclimated. I would say it's even tougher because, like, right now, like, we're about to leave, and like, but we don't play for another couple of days. It kind of feels like, because normally when we leave, we play the next day. So uh, that's kind of weird. Like, I feel like everybody's kind of, like, on edge, like, we're about to play. But um, once we get there, I feel like we'll settle in and everything will feel normal. More so about this team um, upcoming, Saquon Barkley, really the only threat, the offensive threat that the uh, Giants have at this point with everybody being so incredibly banged up and, Savage, a guy that likes to stick his nose in there and hit when he can, which I've always liked about him, even though he has been injured once or twice because of sticking his nose in there via the uh, via the hit. Uh, he talks about uh, you know co- focusing on Saquon Barkley. We just gotta we gotta get all get to the ball. Um, Eleven has to the ball every play. Uh, he's gonna break some tackles. It's just just what he does, who he is. So um, you know, but but the, the faster we get to the ball, you know, the uh, the effects of a missed tackle are less. So um, we just gotta be ready to play harder, play longer than than them, really. So um, it's definitely gonna be a challenge, but we're up for it. Darnell Savage also talks. I mean, we've discussed it uh, quite a bit this week about the Packers' run defense and the run defense in the sense of. Uh, has not been able consistently to stop things in front of them. Uh, this has been kind of a, I don't want to call it a soft defense, but it's a defense that's basically been, you know, their, their, their philosophy is just don't give up the big play, you know. So if you're chunking yards down the field and you're, you know, picking up first downs down the field, it's not an awful thing, but just, you know, don't give up the big play. And Darnell Savage talks about the run defense specifically. Definitely a point of emphasis, you know, that's something that we want to tighten up on. Um, and I think it'll, it'll happen over time, you know, uh, just with, with getting used to playing each, with each other and stuff like that, trusting each other to be in the right gaps, not trying to do too much. Uh, we got a lot of good players, so um, I feel like we can kind of make plays whenever. We just got to pick and choose when we, we try to, you know, go for those big plays. So I think we'll be fine. In the meantime, he was asked specifically uh, about this London trip. And then, you know, as we just did, talked about, the, the Packers fans are on a bus. They're traveling around with Mark Murphy and some of the other former Green Bay Packers, the Hall of Famer, Leroy Butler and company. And, you know, he was asked uh, what he expects, what he thinks he's going to get, what they're going to get as a team from Packers fans in London. I don't know what to expect, honestly. I haven't even, like, seen any pictures of the stadium we're playing in, none of that kind of stuff. So, um, it's Packer fans all over the world. So, um, I'm sure I will see some, some cheeseheads out there. So, that's always exciting because, like, no matter where we go, it's a chance that it's a home game for us. So, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, New York, as we talked about, their wide receiving core, uh, half of them aren't even going to ma- either make the trip or play. I mean, they're down uh, big time. The weaponry... Uh, as far as the outside goes, almost non-existent. And Savage talks about the fact that they have uh, they have uh, not a lot to go on when it comes to the wide receiving core and the New York Giants and all the injuries. With those injuries, you know, they, they kind of have a lot of guys that are all, they're all hands on deck, really. So, uh, you know, they got a lot of guys that have been making plays for them over there. Um, Saquon's been big in the passing game for them as well. So uh, we just got to be ready to, to guard who, whoever's out there because, um, you know, they've been throwing the ball around a little bit to everybody. So uh, we just got to be ready for it. 
Then Preston Smith, uh, he's excited. He's been there before, though. This is a guy that's got a little bit of experience traveling across the pond and playing. He was he did it when he was with uh, with Washington. So he talks about his experience of playing in London back then. Yeah, we went in 2016, and it was a, it was a great experience. My first time out the country as a young guy, and, and you know, that was kind of an eye-opening experience to go somewhere else in another country and see how it is to be a you know a player in another country. Especially, I know soccer is really big over there. And when we was over there, they was cheering the whole game because, you know, nobody has a favorite team over there, so they just cheering to have an NFL team. It's loud the whole game. It's pretty exciting. It was really thrilling. So uh, this one, uh, when it comes to travel plans, I mean, remember Matt LaFleur's done it twice now, so he thought that his travel plans and the way he does it is probably the best setup for this Packers team because they left yesterday after practice. They flew Overnight, they got in. They're working out today, and then their evening, which is coming up here about you know th- three or four o'clock our time, uh, will be um, going on eight, nine o'clock, ten o'clock their time, uh, which means they're getting them into bed, and then they've kept them up almost twenty-four hours, and those guys will sleep. It should reset their body clocks a little bit. So he talks about the travel plans compared to back when he went back in two thousand and sixteen. I was pretty similar. Uh, leave, leave like tonight and then get over there like Friday morning and pra- have meetings and then practice and, you know, have some time, some leisure time, like a normal Friday, but we treated it like a normal Friday in another country. He uh, was asked, does he have any advice for uh, playing over there, going to London, for the guys uh, inside that locker room that have never done this before? I mean, use your time wisely. I mean, we are over to play a game, but, you know, it's a, it's a one-in-a-lifetime experience to actually be able to go play in another country and, and not be a soccer player. And um, just, to, just to be able to do that, yeah, we, our main focus is to go over there and win a football game. And, you know, also it's, it's an experience for some guys. Some of these guys are rookies, never been out the country, and it's their first time being able to do it. Just got to be smart. You know, go do some sightseeing. You know, make sure you give yourself enough time to not miss curfew or to not get back, you know, and give yourself enough time to have fun and still, you know, focus on the game. Then you've got Robert Tanyan, who has uh, come back from that knee injury and started to become a productive tight end again for Aaron Rodgers. And he was asked what he expects from Packers fans across the pond. Like a home game for sure. I mean, I, I think it was like 2019 when we even went to Dallas. Like it was like almost like a home game. And then so uh, definitely Packer fans travel. So excited about that. He was asked about the offense because the offense – Still does not look like the offense, uh, like we assume it would. And it's just not there yet. Uh, We all know that. We've seen it up close and personal. And Robert Tanya was asked about the offense and what's it going to take? How does he feel about this offense starting to put it together? I think just a lot of young, new guys and people finding new roles. And uh, I wouldn't say finding our identity, but I just think just figuring it out. And, um, you know, we're grateful to be in the three-in-one spot. Our defense is playing well. And it's not that we're playing bad. I just think that, you know, people are just kind of finding their niche and getting comfortable with the offense. Then uh, there's some guys that are coming back off of injury, like himself. You've got also Elton Jenkins. You've got David Bakhtiari. There's guys that have been uh, – you're kind of taking it easy. Even though you got to play football, and football is an all-or-nothing sport, they're still trying to, uh, on a pitch count, ease themselves back into this. And he talks about coming off of injuries. The season is so long, and I think that, um, you know, Certain people like coming off injuries, like a couple of us are just getting our football legs under us. And then, uh, you know, certain guys are asked to do, you know, more things than they're not usually supposed to do. So, um, like I said, just kind of people just trying to find their niche and find their role. 
And then he was asked when you get into London, you know, what do you need to get done, not just in London because you're there, but, you know, for the game, for your prep for the game. Just move around, get the blood flowing, get the body moving, and mental reps. Um, and, you know, usually those types of days are like that. It's just we'll be, you know, less physical. Then he said, uh, you know, uh, or not he said, he was asked when you, uh, you know, have never been to London like this before, uh, you're seeking advice from players who have been to London before. Yeah, just sleep as much on the plane, and when you can sleep, um, and hydrate. Yeah, just kind of the simple stuff. I think, you know, don't want to overthink it and make it too big of what it really is. That's exactly right. Don't make it too big. Don't overthink it. Do what you normally do. The big thing for Tanyan when he talked about, you know, trying to, to keep it simple uh, is trying to, do the best you can, stay within your routine. I mean, it is exciting to go over there. You know, you're seeing a new country and you don't want to be distracted, but you kind of want to see stuff. But uh, just kind of just trying to stay in as much of a routine as possible as you would be over here or any other away game. It's just obviously you're across the pond. And then uh, last but not least, he gets his first touchdown uh, last week against uh, the New England Patriots in a crossing pattern, puts him into the end zone, uh, and he ends up getting that big shot down the middle. So he, he talked about the first time, you know, getting into the end zone since he got hurt. Yeah, it's just been forever. I It was funny because usually, like, after, like, a game like that, close game, you know, a lot more, like, high energy, vibrant, but I was, like, a lot more chill, and I just reflect on it more. And I think it's just kind of, like, I wouldn't say emotional, but just, like, I thought about it. I was like, man, this has been forever, and, you know, proud of myself, you know, happy for the team and the, you know, the people I had around me just supporting me. So, yeah, you know, more to come, and just going to keep working and just be around these guys and so it all in. So there you go. That's Robert Tanyan, Preston Smith, Darnell Savage. Just a couple of thoughts from inside the locker room. A lot of talk about London, but what uh, you get the sense of is, uh, as everybody in their own way said it, that this has to be a business trip. You gotta, you gotta try to stay in a routine. You can't. Yeah, everybody wants to do things. You want to see it, like Darnell Savage said. You want to be able to, you know, kind of enjoy it. But um, this is kind of a taste of, hey, if you want to go back, go back. But we're not here for this. We're here to get a game uh, in. We're here to be able to try to stay in our routine. I, this is the thing. It, it, first of all, it's good that they're parroting kind of what Matt LaFleur had to say. Um, but it's also, you got to think it's exciting. You know, it's it, we're, we're heading to a place we've never been. We're all playing in this stadium for the first time collectively, unless, you know, you've got uh, much like Preston Smith maybe has been over there one, more, one other time. But um, for the most part, uh, it's the largest soccer stadium of 62,000, 63,000. And a lot of people playing in it for the first time, maybe their only time, you know, ever doing this. So you, you're excited about the opportunity, but I think at the same time, you're trying to do everything you can to remember, look, you don't want to go over there and come back. It's a long flight back if you lose. It's a long flight back if you lose. Because the Giants, they're expected to. They've got all the injuries. They're 3-1. and one. They're kind of a paper tiger at this point. You know, they, they just... Not a lot of people believing in them. They don't have that same level of expectation. Plus, the city of New York is paying attention to the Yankees right now. You know, the best thing that could have happened to the Giants in this quiet 3-1 and one and start and being somewhat of that paper tiger is the fact that the Yankees are playing baseball right now. 
So they don't have to necessarily be the focus in the spotlight and such. In the meantime, the Packers, they're expected to win. They're expected to end up in a Super Bowl. They've got all the pressure on them. If the Packers would lose this game, it would be a long flight home, a long flight back, no doubt. So go over and get your business taken care of, and that's kind of the uh, the mantra, the uh, mindset from Matt LaFleur, and you can certainly hear it in those three players that it's trickled down in that same sense. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros. That's Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros. You got them, you don't want them. I'll tell you that right now. Not the Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros, but bed bugs, ants, the uh, box elder bugs that are coming out when it gets warm on the side of your house, stink bugs, all that kind of nasty stuff. If you got it, you don't want it. If you don't have it, you don't want it. Call them, 414-877-5811. That is 414-877-5811. Mike will give you a hand helping you out because they're safe, they're effective. They have two different types, whether it's thermal or chemical care. So if you got kids, you got pets, no problem. Don't panic. They treat many different things, many different ways. Discreet. They can customize a solution for your situation and your budget. But if it's a home, a townhome, a multi-unit apartment building, if you're one of those owners, a dorm room maybe, hotels, motels, resorts, medical facilities, daycare. Think about all of those. You don't want bed bugs. You don't want ants. You don't want stink bugs. You don't want box elder bugs. Anything, roaches, anything like that creeping around. Be preventative. If you don't have them, be preventative. If you do have them, get rid of them. Get a hold of our friends over there at MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com or call Michael 414-877-5811. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.